Step 2. Believe. Week 2, Day 4. God of the Bible. Just. Loving. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see and believe that you are just and that you love me. If God is holy, absolute moral perfection, then he must also be just. The Bible says that God cares for victims of injustice and that the guilty will be held accountable for their actions. Psalm 140 verse 12 says, The Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and will execute justice for the needy. But we don't have to look hard to find injustice. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 16 says, I saw under the sun that in the place of justice, even there was wickedness, and in the place of righteousness, even there was wickedness. Many nations, cities, and homes are ruled by those who abuse power. Innocent people suffer, and evil escapes justice every day. If God is just, then where is his justice? Why is his justice delayed? Injustice can leave you feeling powerless. Most of us have wounds never acknowledged by those who cause them. You may feel bitter that you are owed something for the harm done to you. How can you trust or fear a God that stands aside when evil rules? Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. Briefly describe the pain of an injustice that you've suffered. Question 2. How did this make you feel about you, those who hurt you, and God? There are many reasons why it is hard for us to see the justice of God. One reason is because we live in a small window of time. We don't have an eternal picture and can't see the end of God's story. If God delays justice, it doesn't mean that he won't bring justice. In fact, God promises that there will be a great and awful day of wrath for evil. Zephaniah 1 verses 17 to 18 says, I will bring distress on mankind so that they shall walk like the blind because they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood shall be poured out like dust and their flesh like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them on the day of the wrath of the Lord. What appears to be injustice may be God's patience and work to bring good from evil. Another reason it is difficult to see God's justice is because we often judge sin ourselves based on personal or cultural standards. But these standards are not God's standard. Because God is absolutely perfect, holy, he measures sin against a perfect standard. And not only is God's standard perfect, but his justice and wrath are holy also. For example, remember that death was the cost of Adam and Eve's sin. This was both a spiritual and physical death sentence. A death sentence for eating fruit is harsh when compared to human standards. But by heaven's standard, Adam and Eve's sin was more than eating fruit. It was a decision to believe God's adversary over God and to attempt to become godlike. They ate the fruit so they could decide good and evil for themselves, set their own standard. They rejected God's wisdom, questioned his goodness, and rebelled against him. When rebellion is set against God's perfect standard, death is the sentence. Romans 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death. Romans 2 verses 8 to 9 says, For those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be tribulation and distress for every human being who does evil. 
tribulation is defined as severe trial or suffering. That sounds like difficult news to grasp. Are you ready for something even more challenging? God not only measures your deeds against his holy standard, but he measures your heart as well. In the Bible, the heart often represents the deepest center of a person's desires, will, and spiritual condition. Romans 2 verse 5 says, But because of your hard and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath, when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. Rebellion of the heart is where sin begins. Sinful actions are a result of what happens inside of a person. Matthew 15 verses 19 says, For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. Regardless of a person's actions, sin is an internal decision to choose another way over God's way, to take matters into your own hands. We have all rebelled. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 3. On what have you based your standard of right and wrong historically? Question 4. Describe a time when you chose to do something you knew was wrong. In what ways did you justify your rebellion before and after you took action? No one can meet God's standard based upon their goodness. Matthew 5 verse 48 says, You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. No human resume can present moral perfection. So why are you not consumed by God's wrath? Because God loves you. He loves you with a holy love, out of which flow great mercy, patience, and compassion. Yesterday's lesson taught that God's desire is for none to perish, but for all to repent. See 2 Peter 3 verse 9. Yet while God's love and patience hold back his wrath, the Bible warns not to test his patience. Instead, the Bible calls us to respond with repentance, knowing that his wrath will come one day. Repentance is defined as genuine sorrow toward God on account of sin, inward hatred for sin necessarily followed by the forsaking of it. Exodus 34 verses 6 to 7 says, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty. Romans 2 verse 4 says, Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and restraint and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? God's patience with sinners can sometimes make us think that God doesn't care about our hurt or the injustices of life committed against us. God does care. He loves you deeply. He promises a day of justice and wrath for those who do not repent. And he also promises a day that all suffering will be done away with, a day when he will wipe away the tears from all faces. Isaiah 25 verses 8 to 9 says, He will swallow up death forever and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Answer these questions. Question 5. 
How does knowing that you will be judged by God's holiness change how you approach him? Question 6. It is easy to feel bad or good about yourself by comparing your sins to other people. How does knowing that all people will be judged by God's holy standard change your view about yourself and others? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, thank you for your mercy, compassion, and patience toward me. Show me how I can respond to you. Now it's time to take action. Review Psalm 103, verses 2 through 5. Write out some of the ways you justify actions that you know are wrong. Share them with your mentor. Ask God to help you repent of self-justification.